Let the Eurovision Song Contest begin! Welcome to episode three of the Doospire, the Eurovision podcast. You're going to woo every intro, aren't you? Well, as long as they keep us on the air. You know what? Even when we go to prison for breaking some kind of international mime humming laws, (laughs) I will be wooing in prison. Woo! You'll hear it um, uh, without a mic. Eurovision is the new black. You know that joke that um, Ethel Merman cracked to Liberty Bell while she was hailing a taxi and she wasn't even in Philadelphia? That's like you, but with like wooing. Uh Why would I assume you would know that joke? It's a very Ethel Merman specific joke. Hello. Hello. Let's move on. I'm Jack. You are Liz. On on with the show. Let's Let's go go on with the show. That'll be the song that lands us in prison. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So welcome to episode three of the Dudes Poir podcast. Three is my lucky number. Is it? It is. What does that mean? Well, this, we're going to get lucky. Oh, hello. No, Fred's left the country. Damn it. For all of those who have forgotten about Liz's undying affection for Fred, the yoiking Norwegian. Superstar. Yeah. Um, he left the country very quickly after you got <laughs> your, your hooks into him. Uh, look, yeah. Look, it's it's not the... it's not the. Um, I started learning Russian. I once had a crush on a Russian man who here, where we broadcast from in Adelaide. He used to work in... We have a big... Markets, um, fresh food markets. Oh, the central markets. Yeah. Yes. Um, and there was a Russian stall, and there was a Russian man who was legit nine and a half out of ten. Like Oof. he was, oh, Oof. oh, he was, he, oh, my you wanted Lord. him to invade your Crimea. Oh, baby. oh, I only take off half a point because he needed to eat a sandwich. To be honest, <laughs> I, he, yeah, he needed fattening up. But he was the reason I started um, learning. Russian, so ah. I could like woo his heart. So, and then, have you started working on Norwegian? I've started yoiking. <laughs> oh, God knows everyone knows you've started yoiking. Your first post on Instagram. That's my new sex sound, by the way. Your first post was you in the shower saying, I think we should all be proud about yoiking in the shower. Um, yeah. I speak the truth. And someone agreed with you, and then yeah. you gave them hundreds and hundreds of dollars in <laughs> merch sales for Yui King. <laughs> we'll come back to that story. Do you want to start with some news? Judge me. I'm not judging you. I'm just asking. Do you want to start the news? Anyway. Oh, no. I, okay. So, I, no, the reason I was telling you about the Russian man right. that I had was, so I I was trying to learn Russian to Im- impress the, the Russian man. I yes. thought, oh, this would be cute. Who speaks Russian in Adelaide? I will practice my Russian on him. Yeah, he sold the store and uh, moved to another <laughs> state. So uh, so it's a familiar tale with it's, you. It's a pattern. Don't learn Norwegian. That's my love pattern. <laughs> Go from man to man, scaring them through immigration. Um, all right, let's get to the news. So in a okay. very important Australian uh, piece of information this week, <gasps> the first two entrants for Australia Decides have Ooh, been announced. Yay, 
should we explain Australia Decides? Yes. So I'm sure if you're listening, you know what a national final is. You probably have one unless you're a wonderful fan in Canada, totally, Alexander, who we love. State or yes, something. or your Belarus. Um, even they have a national final. I can't really say that, can I? Um, so Australia Decides is Australia's big uh, in national selection. We do it up on the Gold Coast mm-hmm. in gorgeous Queensland. Yeah. We started it last this year. I still say last year. Oh. This year with the fantastic For the 2019, 2019 edition. Because before that, it was just basically it was picked by the record Who company. Who does Sony want to send this year? Yes. Yeah. And the well, the other thing is like I, I think we need to explain. I mean, yes, as Australia is its own continent, and we are absolutely ginormous. Mm-hmm. Um. Most of that land we can't yeah. go on. We do kind of only have seven cities. Yeah, in well, the no, whole no, no. Thing. There's, there's plenty of like, there's plenty of cities, but like you can't go outside because you're pretty much living on the sun. Yes, or there's just there's just no water. Currently, or... we are experiencing some very horrific bushfires. The whole country's on fire. Everything's basically. on fire. Everything. Um, so send you love and even the crocodiles. Even the crocodiles. <laughs> was... Okay, so our national final is up on the Gold Coast, as we were saying before. Mm. Um. Kate Miller-Heike was our first winner last year. Woo! But apparently it's become quite a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, What is the word? Alluring idea to enter now for some of our better known names. And some of our lesser known names. Some of our lesser known names. (laughs) Some of our already forgotten names as well. Um, uh, Which is a very comfortable way of segueing into saying Casey Donovan is going to be entering Ah. Australia Decides. Now, if you did watch Australia Decides last year, Mm -hmm. she was the very first person to appear on stage because she came out and sang Tonight Again, which was Guy Sebastian's entry from 2015. Yeah. Um, maybe she caught the Eurovision fever that night and was like, "Oh, I'm going to get well, me some of this next year." Yes. No, I mean, I, I I have a theory about what happened last year because it was I was like, "Why are you not getting Guy Sebastian to crank this?" Because he was mm. our first official entry into Eurovision yes, with he was. a banger. I still still your favorite? Yes, more than Kate. Yes. Anyway, yes, we'll, we'll come back to that. Um, but so I I was like, "Why why why is Guy Sebastian not?" singing his song and like why have they wheeled out Casey Donovan I have a theory Casey Donovan for our international visitors um you won't know yes yes um <laughs> uh she she won one of those like reality it was Australian shows Idol. or did she win or did she, she did play? win she yeah. did win okay she she won um she was like 15 or something at the time. Yeah, she had like a very sort of forgettable kind of musical um, input. I think she's most known um, because when <laughs> a couple of years ago she was involved in a weird like Nigerian prince yes. scam. Um, she then went on to become an Uber driver. So <laughs> She's not an Uber I'm, driver. She's an Uber driver. I swear, w- this is where I'm going with this theory. Guy Sebastian was booked to open the, you know, Australia Decides last year. Yeah. Um, she delivered him via Uber. Yeah. Okay. There was an unfortunate action with Guy. Maybe he tripped on some stairs, knocked himself <laughs> out. And then like they were like, what do we do? What do we do? We've got no one. And so she was like, I can see. <laughs> and they just rushed her on. That's my theory. Is that your theory? That's my theory. Well, that you, you know, you will have to wait till February to see if she has knocked out another competitor and taken their place. <laughs> She's just got like bloody Danny Minogue tied up in her boot. 
yeah. of the Uber. Yeah. And she's taken over. Like, the other person entering, though, uh-huh. is, and sh- this may be a more familiar name to our international audience. I don't think it will be. Vanessa Amorossi. Amorossi. Amorossi? We'll never know. We'll find out on the Gold Coast. <laughs> Um, so she's pretty well known in this country for singing the song Absolutely Everybody, which if you're a 90s kid is kind of a jam. Um, yeah, but it was kind of that one song it that kind, she's had. She has, no, let's what be she fair, done? she's had a good career. She just hasn't when? hit the same heights when? as she hit with that first when? song. Good career doing what? Well, she's had like four albums. But here's the thing, actually, speaking of that, mm. she's announced that her Entry for yeah. Australia decides will be a track on her newest album. Oh, so if you want to, <laughs> so if you want to get someone a, with an album to sell, what that never happened. Eurovision. <gasps> um, so if you do want to get a jump start and mm. listen to what could be our next Eurovision entry, listen to all the songs on that album. Mm. I'll have you know. There is there's a busker that I see regularly perform in our local shopping centre. Mm-hmm. They have albums. That's yeah. all I'm saying. <laughs> like um, having yeah, so an album is not what it used to be. Exactly. But anyone can. I mean, we're on bloody Spotify, so know, anyone can anyone do it. on anyone um, <laughs> anyone. But those are the first two names for Australia decides. Um, names <laughs> names. Oh, I wonder how you feel about this. <laughs> I'm kind of worried that it's we're very gonna... cryptic, Elizabeth. I wish I could figure out exactly how you felt <laughs> how about you these first two names. I'm kind of worried that we're gonna we're we're sort of you know gonna plummet down this um, English sort of pit of, of finding former reality singing has contestants. Been... Yeah, it might be dangerous, but it yeah. is in our hands this time. Um, That's it. I I trust the people for the people. I think we did pretty well picking Kate last. Oh, year. we did. Yeah, we absolutely. did very well. Now. In more national final news, Mm -hmm. you and I are a little bit psychic. There is a (laughs) rumour. Well, at least you're not yoiking. There is a rumour buzzing around the internet. (gasps) What? I love a good... I I was young. I needed the the (laughs) word. Oh, God. Um, Don't think about it. Just move past it. Um, Think about it. That I'm trying my hardest not to. Um, that the patron saint of mm. the Du's Poir podcast yes. may be <gasps> conscripted <gasps> into competing <gasps> at Melody Festival <gasps> in Sweden. <gasps> I am, of, of course, talking about <gasps> Corolla Hegvist. <gasps> there are rumours abound on the internet through Reddit, through the blogs, that maybe Corolla will be talked in to be to honest. Did we performing. start those rumors? I think we are those might, rumors just us willing it, it might to have happen? been. We might. We did say we're going to will Corolla into performing yeah. again at Eurovision. So yeah. maybe we've done it. I think. Oh, high five! Good yeah. job. Uh, I hope you heard that high five because it was decent. Yeah. I've had worse high fives. Uh, yes, I, I so, was kind of faking it. But so, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, Corolla maybe will be there. Um, but you know, it is. Is just, she going to be on fire? Oh my god! I don't god. know. We'll have We've to wait until this. I think it starts in mid February. I cannot it's a wait. little bit after Australia decides. At least yeah. it was last year. So yeah. I think it was. I have no idea. I'm just pulling this out of my butt. How how long is there usually um, in between the Melody Festival, which is like the Sweden decides, yep. and the actual Eurovision? How long is the so there? Conveniently enough for me, I always manage to line up my birthday with. The Melody Final. So it's around the 10th of March, which yep. is my birthday. Send me presents. Um, but Sweden are always one of the last ones to get their song out there. Yeah. Because the deadline is like a week later. So yeah. Sweden get it out and then it's that's it. Yeah, but how long till they actually compete? Uh, two months. 
Two so months. So end of March. Oh, middle of March to the middle of May. Yeah, two months. Do you think two months will be enough for Corolla's original like burns, <laughs> burns to, to heal, heal <laughs> for the new performance? <laughs> Uh, is that why she always has a wind machine? Just in case. Yeah, just to cool the skin. Just to, just to cool the skin. Oh, relax. That's much better. Cold water spraying her down. It doesn't matter. That woman could be a charred ember. She yes. could be like in one of those films where she's just black and just. She's ah, crawling that woman, towards. She would make it onto stage. And she would still deliver those high notes like only Damn her straight. and Whitney Houston can. She would fire up that wind machine. Oh, my God. It would be like, I don't know if you remember Terminator 2. Where Linda Hamilton is standing at the fence, and oh, yeah. a nuclear blast takes off, and all of her skin, <laughs> skin just, just flush. <laughs> that would be Corolla. Just she would just be a skeleton, but she will keep on She'll, singing. You she cannot will bring hold. It home for you cannot hold Corolla Hegvist out. You can't. You know what? I'd vote for that. Yeah. You know, last week we were talking about double winners. Mm. Maybe it's Corolla's time to shine again, <gasps> but we won't know until March. She is. Uh, oh, I can't. That doesn't sound like it, so we're fine. Uh, (laughs) uh, I believe Sweden will be announcing their contestants at the end of this Mm -hmm. month or early next month. Excellent. How long? When do we find out the rest of the uh, Australian? So I reckon it's going to be pretty soon because if they're dropping these first two names, yeah, they didn't really. I can't really tell whether it's going to be. Oh, we'll drop our two big names first, or we'll drop some of our big names, and then there's a really big name coming up. Please don't be Danny Minogue. That's all I hope for. <sighs> yeah, I feel you. I feel it. Um, no, who, who, oh, you know what? We we can we can let's bring back Guy. Mm. Let's do it. I'm really sick of his new song on the radio. I haven't heard it. Oh, well then that's why you're so in favour of him. Um, in <laughs> other news, it'll be a new song. Well, yeah. I don't know. Really, is it too soon to send someone back? Although I was interviewed by The Guardian a couple of years ago and they said, who do you want to send? And I said, Dami M again. Um, So, oh, no, let's not get into that. Um, Your Frock Destroyers, who we talked about last week. Uh Uh-huh. It's potentially representing the United Kingdom. Yes. I have been scouring the comment sections and I've been scouring the Reddit threads. Uh Uh-huh. It's not going over well, the whole idea of the Frock Destroyers (laughs) representing the UK. I don't know. I look. I was never. I'm not the biggest fan of it um, in the world. It's a little too kitschy for me. Look, let's be I honest. Say as a Eurovision this fan. is this is frock destroyers at their peak of their career. <laughs> so this is why England. I know they're used to sending them at the end of their career. Get them while they're hot. Yeah, yeah. maybe while the frock destroyers are at their peak. <laughs> Sky high at number five or fifteen yeah. or whatever it was on the chart. Yeah, it's it's charting better than anything else they've sent in recent. No, times. that's true. I can't think of the last English Eurovision song that was a hit. And I should stop saying English, British. Yes, because it's not an English thing. It's a British thing, though. I think Scotland should send their own. Oh, um, I would love that. I oh would my love god, it. you know they'd send bagpipes. Oh, oh, oh my god, dancing, rapping. Oh, they'd bagpipes. Oh, all for it. All oh. for it. Well, you know have that fetish oh which one for scottish men oh yes that's right oh my god oh you love a good ginger oh i don't know why no i don't know why either oh oh my god oh how do you feel about ed sheeran (laughs) he's the exception (laughs) (laughs) there's always one that breaks the rule no oh my god yeah no scotland oh oh like the scott 
Scottish river dance, except they'll be dancing, juggling. That was Irish. Hot. River dance was Irish. No, 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 but I'm saying they will oh, be the a, Scottish right. version yes. okay, of I river dance. Yes, I see what dance. you mean. And it will be them and there'll be bagpipes and they'll be dancing and they'll all just be like juggling like deep fried Mars yeah, bars. Cause... You'll just be yoiking yourself in the corner, oh, won't you? I really will. <laughs> um, that's it for the news. Um, how do you feel? It's a positive week. We're starting to get some more traction, some more events happening, some more news coming through. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's starting to get – we're getting into the season. Tis the season. I'm always in the season, oh, I to know. be honest. Season never goes away yeah, for us. Yeah, I'm permanently in Europe. You come over season. to our house and you're just like, hey, let's watch Grease 1984. <laughs> You've never said that specifically, but that was uh, – That's because I can't – I, I know. It's usually like, oh, my God, let's watch – you know that chick where she does the uh, 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 and you're and like – we have oh. to go through every song that's ever been entered <laughs> Until you figure out which one you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay. So we have Mm -hmm. a very big fan on Instagram. He is he is our first. Jamie thinks we should call our fans doozies. By the way, doozies. I love right. (laughs) So we have a we have a mega doozy in Canada. His name is Alexander, and we love him. He is a darling. He is such a darling. Thank you for listening. Um, You are. The king of the doozies right now. Oh, see, I'm, the, I'm like, the more that you're saying no, doozies, just move it I'm, on. Not sure, I'm not sure. Doozy it is for now. <laughs> um, he asked us if we could go through Australia's history mm. with Eurovision, not just mm. at Eurovision, but with it as well. Mm. Because like you said, it's a bit weird that this country that's almost as far away from Europe as you can get yeah. gets to enter their song contest yeah. every year. We are on the dark side of Europe. Exactly. Like, Kazakhstan yeah. don't go yet. Is Lebanon don't go. I was going to say Israel don't go. They do. Yeah. Um, China don't go. They're all closer than we are. Yeah. So what is it that lets Australia go to Eurovision every year? Mm-hmm. Well, we have done the research. Mm-hmm. I have done different research to you. You researched <laughs> a list of all of our five entrants and the name well, of their I song. See, I, I see. I, I don't need your research quotation marks. <laughs> I, I know why we're at Europe because, you know, I feel it in my heart. You do feel it. For why we're in Europe. But chronologically, there are a few things I want to anyway, get us started yeah. with. All right. You, no, enjoy facts. your coke. I'll, oh. bring, I'll bring the journalism. You can yoink. Um, so... <laughs> So this is where we started. So as you know, mm-hmm. as your research will show us, we have entered five times now. Four mm-hmm. top ten finishes, mm-hmm. one number <sighs> twenty in the final. <sighs> uh, not going to talk about that. And of course, we are we have been the runners up before. But should- our history with Eurovision. Yeah. If you would like to read out our five entrants. Oh, I was going to say, should we should we do should we go through our? Yeah. So to- as you would know, in twenty nineteen, uh, Kate Miller Hyde, Kate Miller Hyde key with. <laughs> yes, Zero Gravity, which was an absolute banger, performance of like mm-hmm. the decade as far as I'm concerned. Uh, you know what? One of. You, you know what I think the problem the problem is? Mm. Love the song. So I remember we, we saw it live. I hadn't heard it before. Yeah. And when she sort of, you know, dropped getting ready for the, you're like, oh, is she going to go fifth element? Is, is she going to go fifth element? <laughs> and she went fifth element and you were like, oh. The problem is that dress was so fantastic. The dress that she wore to Eurovision, mm. they so went soft. Oh, I don't they know. They sold you, us out on the dress. We've said this before in the show. You cannot wear that gigantic like platform dress. Yes, you can. On a spinny thing. Yeah, you can. And by spinny thing, I mean well, pop. No, no, because she'd wear it at the beginning and then it would crack off, remember? Oh, that, that would have been my cool. plan with the fireworks. And then That's she right. is like, the, the kind of the dress that she went, it was so toned down. It was mm. kind of like 1980s. Oh, you've got to wear your certain dress to the prom. Yeah, like I get that. 
Yeah. Um, the year before that, we sent Jess Malboy with We've oh. Got Love. I oh. think her staging could have been different, but I do oh, like the song. Oh, God. You know, oh. Oh, you know how I describe the song, the performance? You know how mm. I describe that whole thing? You know at the back of shopping centres where they have those really large dumpsters? Okay, <laughs> yes. For all the rubbish? If you take one of those dumpsters, okay, and then you set it on fire, <laughs> that is uh, Jessica Malboy in 2018. Everything was wrong about that thing like it had wrong. it had some questionable staging i'm not gonna oh, lie. oh um it was hair in front of a couple of fluoros yeah it was a bit weird it did finish last in the televote rightly so we got more than 50 percent of all of our televote points from denmark that yeah. year so thank you to the danes yeah year before that I thank you for the Zaya. drugs you were doing that yeah. year because <laughs> i don't know what was just like the dance and she was trying to do the like the dancing in the outfit but it was just like oh i'm just i, I, I haven't wasn't a prepared. fan of the dress yeah i haven't prepared for eurovision at all i'm just I'm oh just was that today i don't what what um the year before that we sent isaiah Firebrace, who has a cool name not so great song i was i won tickets to the announcement of that one in yeah. melbourne um yeah, it's probably my least favorite song that we. Oh, sent. see, it's. I uh, see. I still prefer it to the Jessica Malboy one. Oh, really? I don't. I think if you take Eurovision out of that song, mm. "We Got Love" is it's a banger. No, no. God, no. you could not disagree more Wah. based on your face. No, well, see, you know what? And uh, what I like about Isaiah is in the um, his first performance yeah. of "We've Got Love." Was and you could tell because bless him, don't he come was, easy. Yeah, because we he got was, love was Jeff. He was so like he was young. He was only yes, like, he was like seventeen, eighteen. Uh, or something. Yeah, and so obviously, I mean, you know, for anyone, it's going to be a nerve wracking experience. But obviously, the he, if if you remember, he he had like a circular treadmill and was sort of like I do walking recall, around. Yes, and he did actually stumble and almost go like flying off the thing. So obviously <laughs> that affected his confidence, and he had some real shockers of uh-huh. like missed. He missed some a couple notes. of notes, and it was kind of like oh, dogs were oh, and it was <laughs> awful. But bless him. He like came out to the grand final. He shook that off and Nailed he it. went for it. And I don't know. I I I, I feel like I, I feel passion in yeah, no. his in his performance. You, you, his dedication to it. Yeah, he, he went for it. He, he did go yeah. for it, but not quite as hard as the year before him. Can I just yes, mention go before back. we move on? I have to mention it because you oh you know why he didn't get more votes as why? well. Why? Oh my god! Put on some socks. Go back and watch that performance. It just <laughs> eggs me. Yeah. He's got that suit and the shoes. Put a really pair of socks on, or lower your trousers. <laughs> like it just—it's just that upsets me. This is the hard-hitting journalism people that come to ups- our podcast. Just for. to let you know, that's not how we roll in Australia. No. We wear socks. We do wear socks. We're not all like hipster scum. scum. Is that the word you were going for? No. Um, I- <laughs> the year before Isaiah was. Yes. Now, you and me will never agree. <sighs> Dami M, I thought she was robbed. You Ugh, wish that no. she'd never been born. <laughs> it's, it, we're clearly yeah. on opposite sides of the track here. Yeah. Um, it's, I, it's, okay, this is, I know you love it, don't I you? I do love it to pieces. You love it. Well, the, has he, how do you feel about the performance? I feel like she should have gotten off the box a lot earlier. Oh, my God, thank you. Thank you. She just kind of sat there for two choruses. I know, it's you. Get your ass off the seat, you know, <laughs> and at least give it just about, oh, oh, just, just having just a rest. Sitting there. She yeah. had to build up to that last just note. Just chilling. No. It was. Um, I like, love the dress, though. That was a gorgeous dress. 
actually, I actually really like the song. I just find her performance and her rendition of the song is soulless and dead inside. Right. But That's, you, yeah. Mm, but you, you, the year before, now we don't disagree on this. Mm. Tonight Again is an absolute banger Guy of Sebastian. a song. Oh, my God. I don't think it. Europe – I think – now, this is where we started. This is the first time they're like, why is Australia at Eurovision? For those yeah. – yeah. in Australia, it makes sense to us yes. that we're at Eurovision. Yeah. If you love Eurovision in Australia, we fit in like a, the final piece of the puzzle. Yes. We're like yeah. – we love the kitsch. Yeah. We love we, getting drunk. We, we complete you, Europe. We do complete, we complete you, you. You don't need the Brits. <laughs> Set them free. <laughs> Dead we'll move in. Yeah. yeah. And then Guy comes onto the stage in Vienna mm. and just delivers that pop banger with that. It's just got oh. a spirit to it. Yes. And that's why we're at Eurovision, I think. Yes. Because we encapsulate that spirit. Yes. I'm going to admit, I was, I was not actually, uh, before Guy Sebastian went to this, when it was announced that he was doing the song, I was a bit disappointed because I'm not a Guy Sebastian. I was never a Guy Sebastian fan. Yeah, to this didn't, day you're still not. Didn't like his, well, no, actually, his, his performance turned me around. Yeah. Huh. When he came out, and because I was like, oh, this is going to be terrible, and he came out and did that song and his performance, he completely... Um, he completely turned me around. One eighty. Yeah. I mean, well, actually, for ninety, everyone <laughs> overseas. I think. Um, oh, he's got that. He's had a song since. My favorite of his is uh, "Look Up Guy Sebastian Battle Scars." Uh, I think no, that that's... song's a lot older than. No, like I'm, I'm just saying to like oh, yeah, something yeah. else that he's yes, done outside of If you want to look further into his discography, go for Battle that, Scars. That was a the, big hit. That's the winner. So yeah. actually, yeah, he he so he used to be. He used to be very like he didn't have any tattoos. He wasn't going to have sex before marriage. Mm. He was like a real sort of conservative boy. Yeah, and then and then he won <laughs> Australian Idol. Yeah, actually, there's another Australian Idol alum. Yeah, in Art Chronicles. Yeah. Oh well, I was going to say he got laid and yeah. got some tattoos <laughs> and suddenly <laughs> banging it out at Eurovision. You know what? The only problem with that performance mm. is. I think when they were sort of designing it, they were kind of like, oh, no, we're at Eurovision. We have to be, you know, like sensible. Yeah. It's such a low-key performance. Like there is not one sequin. There are no pyrotechnics. There's no wind machine. I think that's what's missing from that performance. Yeah. I think it would have done better if we had actually put that bit of showmanship in it. Guy was amazing. Yeah, But you still need that. Yeah, maybe. But it fits a very respectable fit. Mm. So I'm not I'm not unhappy yeah. with his performance. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was up against Mons and, and Grand Amore. Yeah, I know. He did so, really. And Belgium and, and Russia. Um, so you know what? Fifth is pretty pretty that, decent yeah. considering the competition. I'll take that. But yeah. I just want to go back through where it all came from. So mm. first broadcast in Australia on SBS starting, and it has been yearly since, starting in 1980. Three. Woo! Now, we would know that year as the year Corolla went to Eurovision for the first time <laughs> and didn't catch fire. Um, SBS, I should uh, probably mm. point out, is our multicultural and multilingual um, uh, television station, yeah, radio station, station now. It's Everything. amazing. It's an empire. Yeah. It is my favourite of all of the yeah. broadcasts in Australia. It's, and it's not just Europe. It's like pretty much every country in exactly. the world. Exactly. So it broadcasts in Turkish, Greek, Arabic, mm. uh, Hindi. Um, Every language. Vietnamese, Russian. Every language. They just have it. It's just, yeah. it's there for. And movies. Yeah, it's it's there to promote and uh, recognise the non-English speaking cultures that make up Australia. Mm-hmm. And that's fantastic. That's what yeah. we love. And so many of these 
um, cultures mm. are first and second generation. We're not a very old country. We're not mm. like America where the Irish came out well, 200 years well, ago. Well, the, the whitey Sorry, the, Euro- the Europeans said that was, yes, yeah. that was incorrect of me. Um, you know, so many of our migrants mm. are first and second generation still. Mm. So they've got Greek grandparents who grew up watching Eurovision mm. who now live in Melbourne, the second biggest Greek-speaking country in the world. Yep. You've got Italians who make it over and their kids start watching Eurovision because that's what they did back home. Yeah. It's just it's part of our multiculturalism. Mm-hmm. And I think another aspect of it, because Canada is a very multicultural country, mm. the US is a very multicultural country, but Australia, <laughs> well, well, not not for long. The way they're going, not for long. But there is, I think, as well, there mm. is an aspect of that Australian laid-back culture. Mm-hmm. We're here for a party. Woo! Eurovision's the greatest party in the world. It's what we do, um, and that's where I think it came from. Mm. Plus, SBS, who they saw their audience building every year for yeah. Eurovision, they were like, "Oh, we yeah. could actually enter this." God bless Paul Clark, head of um, yeah. Oh, he was the one that got us to Eurovision, yeah. got us in. Well, we, we've always had a crazy passion for Eurovision. And the thing mm. is, even these years, even though we've not been competing at um, Eurovision, I mean, you know, we've we've all, there's always been Australians. You didn't know that. We were always there. Yeah, you never go. Johnny, Johnny Logan there. was born English. in Melbourne. Yes, that's yeah. what I meant to say, Australian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Olivia Newton-John. Yep. Australia's own represented the United Kingdom. Gina G. Gina G. Ooh, ah, uh, uh, just uh, a little uh, bit. Uh, yeah. Um, even Germany, 2000, and I think it was 2006 with Texas Lightning. <gasps> you know what? That is one of the reasons. That's another reason why I love Eurovision so much. Only at Eurovision could you get an Australian band singing an American country and Western song representing, representing Germany. Germany. <laughs> Hello. That's why we want to come to the party. Because yep. I think, let's be honest, Eurovision is the coolest party in the world. Oh, without a doubt. And Australians, psh, I'm going to say it, we're the lovable larrikins. It's not a party until you bring an Australian. Damn right. Woo! The UN is boring till we show up oh, in a Oh, my God. Who do you think is bringing the esky? Okay, oh, start uh, shoving out the cold ones. So what else do you think really drives that Australian love of Eurovision. What in our core springs to life every May? Oh, you know what? I, th- I think we just, we just, we just get it. We do get it. We just get it in our, in our heart, in our there's, heart of hearts. There's something kitschy. There's something, self- it's the self-deprecation aspect of Eurovision. You know it's not. What do you mean self-deprecate? No, it's, you know what? I think. I it think- doesn't take itself too seriously. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Oh, it's deadly serious. Yeah, but not I think it should go the other way. I think that whoever wins Eurovision, that country should be in charge of all of Europe for the rest of the year. <laughs> I've said it before. I'll say it again. Eurovision winner rules rules, rules Europe my and o- Australia for a year. My only problem with that is what if, like, Russia win? Think yes. it over. Yeah, think he, it over. Okay. No, no, no. You know what? And I think I think it would be good because then everyone would, for a year, get to see how the rest of the world does it, and that's yeah. how we progress and become better. So you're saying the Russians should take over Europe for no, their well, own if good? If they win, if they win, you know, like look how ah, there's a, like people were worried when Russia won the soccer World Cup. Ah, oh, yes, look, look how look how well behaved. Oh yes, they were. 
Anyway, you are listening to the Russian Apologist Hour <laughs> on Spotify. No, it would be, it'd be good for the world. Let's bring the world together by like, and like, you know, so like every year we'd have to like just take up the culture of that country for a year That'd be and just celebrate it. Yeah. Hmm. We'll look into it. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. After that scenic detour, that is sort of the history yeah. of Eurovision look, we, and Australia. We, we've always been there. I was sort of, I was looking up. I was surprised just how many like um, songs we've written. Um, yeah, you know, we wrote Sarkis Ruvas 2009. Whoa! was written by an Australian. That explains why it's so awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, this I, is our night. Sorry, stuck in my head now. You know what? And I think the other thing as well is that, I mean, you know, I mean, Europe's had Eurovision for so many years. Mm-hmm. And that's something that, like, it, we, we just don't have anything like it in Australia. Yeah, we don't have our own. We don't even have neighbours, you know. And well, we, well, we've got New Zealand and Papua New Guinea and Indonesia. We have many neighbours. Many, many neighbours. Nauru, uh, Kiribati, uh, so Solomon rude. Islands. Exactly. Uh, our Micron- beautiful okay. island neighbours. Our island home. You can't sing it. Oh. You can't sing it. No, but we have nothing like that. And we don't really have, um, I guess, that opportunity to sort of like really be proud of Australia. I mean, yes, I know we have sport, but that's kind of all we've got. And it's just kind of like, we're Australia. Everyone's just like the Australians. We're good at sport. So here's my question for you. Yeah. And I am fully prepared that this may be a long explanation at your end. Asia Vision. Mm. Sorry, Eurovision Song Contest Asia, which everyone is calling Asia Vision anyway. Yeah. Do you think it should happen? Oh, yeah. I, I thought that... Um, You're all for it? Yeah. Even if that has us removed from Eurovision? Well, no, no, no. We'd be in Eurovision and we would be in Asia Vision. But I think the whole point of Asia Vision... If anyone is going to straddle a fence, <laughs> it's going to be Australian. We're unbrandable. In... We are unbrandable. Yeah, but Russia is in both Asia and Europe. Surely they are straddling the gate more. The fence well, then they can we straddle are. the gate as well. Who's going to tell Russia no? Yeah, I know. Let's be <laughs> um, so you think we should enter both? Yes. Mm, I reckon we'll get, if the Eurovision Song Contest Asia ever does get off the ground, which mm. is looking less and less likely, mm. um, I think, these days. Um, I think it was officially sealed away when we got extended for five more years at Eurovision. Mm-hmm. I think that was them suddenly going, okay. It's almost like we can't get North Korea and Pakistan to enter a song contest at the same time. Um, I think it is dead and buried. But if it is going to happen, mm. I, I'm i fairly sure we will be booted out of the Eurovision no, Song Contest. No, we'll, we'll be in both. We'll be in both. Because Europe loves us. That's the other thing. Europe Europe loves an Aussie. I feel like... No, no you I, go. No, you don't. No. After, oh my God, after how much blood we spilt... On France. Damn it, we have earned our spot at Eurovision. All right. I'm sure everyone who died in the First World War was thinking, you know what, this will be worth it because one day Australia can enter the Eurovision. This musical song competition. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, that you know, that's how we got in. That's our ticket right there. Thank you, right Winston there. Churchill, for throwing us onto the shores of we Turkey. We fought on the breaches. <laughs> um what I think is that with Asia Vision mm. India and Pakistan are not going to vote for each other. North and South Korea are not going to vote mm. for each other. Japan and China are not going to vote for each other. Vietnam mm. and China are not going to vote for each other. Uh, the Philippines and China are not going to vote yeah, for but, each other. But this this is why it's good. I mean, you know, New I Zealand mean, are going to win every year. 
good on them. Oh, well, yeah. With their, with their flip I'm all flop song. Like, <laughs> with their chili bin song. <laughs> with their chili bin song. No, but you know, that's good. Because it, it, remember people used to say that with Eurovision, the problem is um, people would say it was always, you know, neighbours voting for neighbours. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they never would. And uh, as the years go by, we are, I mean, obviously, you know, there's just some where you're like, oh, of course they're voting for their neighbour. Sweden and Norway. <laughs> Greece and Cyprus. <laughs> but, no, but like the countries really have, you know, started to branch out and actually, you know, you can see it's more a transition of going for the song and not yeah, sort of the block 100%. voting. And that's, you know, as as the world evolves and I guess we sort of grow up and I think maybe that'd be good for um, Asia as well. Us together. Exactly. Well, we'll have to see. That's the power of song. It's like, oh, I hate you and I hate you, but oh, this song is so good. And Maybe and we should be friends now. India and Pakistan. Are hey, like, oh, Armenia like you, gave no, Azerbaijan like a point mm. in the jury once. Exactly. Or did Azerbaijan give it to Armenia? I don't know. Exactly. This is how we heal the wounds. This is coming together. It's beautiful. Coming together, see? Yeah. Well, we'll have to see. I mean, there's no word right now on where Asia Vision is up to, mm-hmm. but I have to stop calling it Asia Vision. The Eurovision Song Contest Asia, which is a terrible name, by the way. Yeah, that's never going to count. It'll be Asia Vision. Well, Everyone will just call so it Asia Vision. So they can't call it Asia Vision because there is already an Asia Vision network and they've got oh. the copyright to it. But Buy everyone it. is just going to call it Asia Vision. Can't you just call it? Yeah, people are going to. I mean, all right. It's but then there's the Googling Euro- problems. People are going to, like, you know, be Googling it and just get these weird random yeah, channel I know. things gonna be- and be like, what? So, I mean, okay. Maybe we, maybe they For clarification purposes, when we say Asia Vision, you and me mean Eurovision Song Contest Asia. Um, yes. But which from now on we'll just call Asia Vision. Yeah. Well, I'm, oh, yeah. no, like, we're only human. We should check out what Asia Vision is. Like, it's not like some weird, like, they don't make pornography or something, do they? Okay. Wow. I mean, something weird about that. Uh, <laughs> depends on what you do. No, I just, I just want to know no, before I, I send new, the children I, to it. I think it. it's a news network. I think we're fine. Oh, okay. Um, okay. But don't look it up until we get back yeah, to it. Yeah, we, we will we will, we'll probably do it on Jack's because he's already got a filthy search engine. Yeah. We'll look it up on his phone. So nobody Google it, especially not at work, until we can confirm. Well, don't do it now. I don't want the cops to, like, bust no, in. No, we'll be fine. It's fine. Just, just yoik. Away, 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 away. The Asia Vision Awards have been held annually since 2006 to honor the artists and tech. It actually says artists. Oh, artists and technicians of Indian cinema and television. Huh. That's why we can't call it Asia Vision. So look up Asia Vision all you want. Although the first thing that pops up underneath that is Mm. Eurovision Song Contest Asia. So maybe we're winning the battle without having to do any work. Oh yeah, no, we we still got to come up with a we've got to come up with a better name. If yeah. anyone has a suggestion, they'd uh, like to what we should call Asia Vision, other than Asia Vision, than Asia Vision. Let us know on our Instagram, which is at Doospoir Podcast. Um, that is actually a really good point in which to segue to our next uh, topic, which we <gasps> have every week now. We have a topic. Um, we do have a topic. What's our topic, Liz? What are you listening to? Oh. Yes. Um, <laughs> see, this is what I think is one of the many joys of and one of the really truly be- beautiful things about Eurovision. Mm. It doesn't matter what mood you're in or what mm-hmm. you're going through. There is a Eurovision song for that to, feeling. Yeah, that captures that feeling yeah. and lets you know that you're you're uh, not alone. So that... You know, if you're like me and you, you know, feel like you will never know the touch of a man ever again, <laughs> um, can I recommend to you the song I've been listening to this week? Um, 
Maria, I've forgotten her last name. Hawkon um, something. Norway, 2008, Hold On, Be Strong. Um, with the, it is a good song, actually. I love actually, that song. I, I still remember. It's... um. I, I still remember. I remember watching it live. And it has the beautiful lyrics of love can catch you off guard like bad crimes. I'm often caught off guard by a bad crime. It makes you depressed, makes you angry, make you say, why me? Why won't anybody try me? <laughs> Try me like the sweet and sour dip that I am. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so that is it, not the lyrics, by the way. No, those are the lyrics. Sweet and sour dip? We're not the sweet and sour dip. No, obviously. I'm, I'm, I'm the sweet and sour dip. I know but you. The actual lyrics are, why won't anybody try me? L- came fifth to D. Marbalan's Believe. Did it come fifth? It came fifth. Wow. I didn't realise it. Um, but, yeah, so it doesn't matter what you're going through. There's a song for you. There's there's that one. Um, if you want to get wasted, um, there's Greece's alcohol, alcohol is, is free. free. Always. Um, if you want to propose, Finland 2013. Marry, marry me. me. Yes. Um, if you're sick of being the piece on the side, you can listen to Tio's cheesecake. Oh, enough with your cheesecake. Every opportunity she gets is one whips out cheesecake. Or maybe you just want to bring down a totalitarian government and destroy worldwide capital- capitalism simultaneously. You would, of course, Iceland 2019. Hatari. Um, do you know what's really funny? Yeah. I was talking to Jamie about the show today. My mm-hmm. fiance Jamie, for mm-hmm. those listening. Yes, I am taken. I'm Hello, very sorry. Hello, Jamie. Hey, I, I, am, I am very, very single and will never know the touch of a man if will you, die alone. Yeah, if so, you open up yeah. the dictionary and look up the word single, Liz's photo is actually in there. It's just me and my cat. Just her and one cat in each hand. Um, I was talking to Jamie today and mm-hmm. I said, the podcast is going really well. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm loving every second of it, mm-hmm. but I don't know how to make Liz stop trying to bring down capitalism with it. <laughs> and he goes, maybe you'll get lucky today. I haven't. You've done it again. <laughs> now, okay. This... I will stop when capitalism has been crushed. Yeah, you crushed. will. Um, now, for my song yes. that I've been listening to, I actually haven't. I've been listening to a lot of Ethel Merman because mm. I can't help it. 256 times I listened to it this week. That's not the point. Mm. I've had one Eurovision song stuck in my head all Ooh. day. What competes with the Merman? Long. With the Merm. Oh, my God. Yeah. So it is Belarus, 2007. Mm. Dimitri Colden with Work Your Magic. Work your magic. If you don't remember, oh, yes, you're yes, remembering it yes, now. Yes, 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 the do, 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 do. Yep. yes. Now that has been stuck in my head all day. Okay. It's Belarus's most successful entry. Really? I think. Let me just double check. Yeah, I think it's their only top ten finish or something. Is that the? That's not the one where the the woman is doing the kicking and then she shoots the rose at him. No, oh, I don't think so. No, he's got the back of roses. Oh no, that that was um that was uh that was Belarus, but that was a few years ago. This was two thousand seven. Oh, okay. That was Alexiev, I believe his name was. There was there a man in the box? Was there a man in the Azerbaijan? No, uh, Ukraine. You are in the right part. Oh, uh, I know. Europe. I'm just trying to think. It's like work your magic. Obviously, there had to be some magic. I can't picture what the magic okay. trick was. I'm gonna pause the podcast, the recording. I'm gonna play you the song, and then we'll come back and talk about. I'm it. I'm gonna watch the video. Okay. Okay, we've heard it. We've wow. listened. Well, we listened. We watched it. Oh, we experienced it. Um, how'd you feel? Um, Do you see why it's stuck in my head now? I feel a, I feel a little dirty by the performance. It, you know what, it, it looks like it's it's like a 
magician's show. It looks like yeah. it should be on Vegas. And it I worked your point, magic, didn't it? I No, I find oh, magicians no. creepy. Really? Creepy. Really? I, I think if ever I'm going to be abducted by a man, tied up and strung in their basement, they're yeah. going to be a magician. Oh, that's understandable. Yeah. I, a little. It's and I, I I did like the little touches to his performance, such as the shark tooth necklace. Yes, um, and also Russia, twenty sixteen. <gasps> Sergey Lazarev stole his climbing invisible. I'm with you. Thing. Russia totally stole Belarus's move from this year. You could have just said Russia stole Belarus, and I would have believed you. <laughs> Honestly. Honestly, go watch the video. It is it, you said that and as soon as you said it, I'm like, oh, they stole Russia's moves. Belarus's moves. Russia stole. Russia stole Belarus's, Belarus's moves. moves. Yeah. <gasps> so there you go. That's that's what I've been listening to. I'm sure for next week it'll be what and you've been listening to. Where did it finish? Six. It came six, which I'm is Belarus's I think it's their only top ten results. Mm. Ever. You know what I found weird though? Never mm. like watching a performance have I been more convinced that people are going to rip their clothes off and not one piece of clothing no, came off. When we started watching it, you were like, they're definitely taking that off. And yeah. they didn't. Yeah. Just well, disappointed. That's a disappointing note to end, but we have reached <laughs> the end of the show. Oh, what? Yeah, we're 40, we just started recording. 47 minutes in. Oh, but then there's there's us like listening to that song for like five minutes. Yeah, but I've gone back and recorded over oh, it. So okay. it really is 47 minutes. And then minutes. you were going to like edit out all that stuff I said about that, you know, that thing. Oh, that thing. Yeah. The thing that I edited you out about? Yeah. Yes. I'm so glad on reflection that I edited you out of that. Yeah. That was probably a good call. I actually that haven't was done a good it call. yet, but I will. Did we talk about everything? I think we did. Did we? So next week, what I want to talk about, I'm going to give you a little preview, Ooh. is some of the slogans of <gasps> the Eurovision Song Contest. I'm so excited to talk um, slogans. They only started doing them in 2000. So or was it 2002? I think it was 2002. So strap yourself in. Ooh. That was not With, one of them. Uh, <laughs> best slogan ever. Um, we will cover that next week. Uh, song as as well as all of the news you need to know, mm-hmm. um, and a lot that you don't need uh, to know. Some of that you wish you'd never heard. Yeah, why? Uh, what's with these Australians? A couple of opinions. You'll lose sleep over tonight. <laughs> I think that's a good way to end it. So <laughs> follow us on Instagram, um, Juicepois Podcast. We are also on Facebook. Facebook now. Woo! Liz has taken over the Facebook, so I apologise in advance. Uh, <laughs> good quality content. It's actually good pretty good. Content. Good captions on the videos as Thank well. You. So Thank like you. us on Facebook as well, Juicepois well, Podcast. Yes, we, we, we put some of the videos to the films. Yes, whatever we talk, we talk about. about, we end up posting that on um uh, well, not all the songs. People would be there all day. Yeah, people would be there all day. Just some of the choicey it. ones, better ones, ones yeah. with strong opinions attached to them. Yes, I'll put your, I'll put your Belarus creepy. Put my magician from Belarus. Yeah. I'll put a them. disclaimer that yes. it may cause feelings of. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, on that note, I have been Jack. You have been Liz. We have been awesome. And if you're listening from the UK, Sweden, Norway, Canada, where our first doozy is from. Um, Slovakia. Slovakia. Thank you so much for tuning in yet again. You keep us going. You keep us excited to make this show. And we love you. I thought you were going to break into wind between my wings then. Wind between my wings. (laughs) See you next week. Bye.